All right, good morning, 90.3 KRNU gamers, and welcome to Miscellaneous, a show where I'm quickly running out of minigame ideas. I'm Ben Lampman, the host, and today we have broadcasting major Evan Donlinger on. Um, what's the scoop, Evan? Uh, the scoop is that I'm super pumped to be here. You know, I've, uh, I've always told, been told I have the face for radio, so I'm curious to try that out. You also have a voice for print, if that's worth anything. Ah, I will take that. Thank you. <laughs> so the way that the show works is we have 20, uh, 20 trivia questions, two little homebrew games I made, Ooh. and I had of challenges. Oh, challenges. I'm, I'm excited. Let's, let's get into it. So this is the April Fool's episode, even though last week was literally April Fool's. Mm-hmm. So instead of a goofy prank, I went with some really hard trivia for the first five. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. It's, that's April Fool's enough for me. All right. Question one. Uh-huh. What Cubist's work featuring outlines of birds was the first piece by a living artist to adorn the Louvre? It covered the ceiling of what was once King Henry II's antechamber and caused an uproar in Paris. We have Georges Braque, Pablo Picasso, Salvador Dali, and Maria Blanchard. Um, I know nothing about art history, so I'm going to say A. A is correct. It was George's Brock. Um, yeah, the other ones were just artists. I think they were cubists, but I have no clue because I don't play Minecraft. I, I've also never heard the word cubist before, so uh, that was just a shot in the dark. Yeah, like, <laughs> do they make the cubes? Yeah. I, so. Odd. Okay. Question two, there isn't multiple choice because I'll just read it. What color, aside from their black trim, were the original Converse All-Star Chuck Taylor basketball shoes when they were first produced in 1917? Oh. You said 1917? 1917. Wow. All-Stars Chuck Taylor basketball mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Besides the black, I I want to say it was just the just the uh, like the off-white, the the normal other Converse. I'm sorry, we're looking for brown. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even look up a picture of the shoes because I was like, 1917, this does not matter. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and they're not going to be a great picture of them, so... So, number three, mm-hmm. and I had to look up pronunciation for this. Okay. The world's smallest capital city, Nagurlamid, has a population of only 400. What country is home to Nagurlamid? Say the name again. Nagurlamid. That feels... That feels like South Asian. Uh... Cyprus? Surprisingly, it's Palau. Really? Yeah. P-A-L-A-U, Palau. Okay. Um, number... Yeah? I'll take it, yeah. Yeah, see, these were just, I didn't even, I had to look up the pronunciation of the country <laughs> and the city. <laughs> so we clearly knew so much about all of them already, so. Yep, no, this is the one time a week where I can, like, look up the questions and have, like, the foresight to know what the answers are only because mm. I looked them up. Yeah, it, of course, yeah. It's just so great. <laughs> like, number four, solar energy inventor and pioneer Frank Schumann wrote the following in the New York Times in what decade? We have proved that after our stores of oil and coal are exhausted, the human race can receive unlimited power from the rays of the sun. What decade was that in the what New York Times? Decade? Decade. Um, 
it was in the the 1900s, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. I want to say that sounds like a like a 70s quote. We're looking for 1910s, but that was really close. Whoa. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Last one of the ones that are gonna make you hate me, and then we'll go uh -huh. into ones that are different. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Number five, the Circulocution Office is a government department satirized in which of Charles Dickens' works whose titular character has the first name Amy? The Circumlocution Office. The Circ... Oh, my God. I don't know enough of Dickens. Ugh. Character's main name is... The main character's name is Amy. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know this. We got Little Dorrit on the board. Never read Little Dorrit. Neither have I. I don't know anything about Dickens. Yeah. All right, so before we get into the 10 movie trivia questions I did prepare for you graciously, yes. we have five literature questions. Oh. So let's hope that the books are as good as the movies. Let's, let's hope. Question six. What dystopian novel by George Orwell told of a life in a future totalitarian state dominated by Big Brother? George Orwell. Um, that's 1984, correct? It is literally 1984. Right here, right now. We are living in 1984, guys. The Open year, your eyes. 1984. <laughs> now, if you know Jason, you definitely know Jason. Oh, I know. I love Jason. So, Jason didn't even know this, and he's a huge fan of this author, apparently. Okay. But what author wrote his last novel in Cran? In Cran? Yeah, apparently he wrote a lot of his novels in Cran due to poor eyesight. Um, hmm, that should be in, in that, uh, poor eyesight. Let me think. Um, oh. no, I, I don't know. We're looking for James Joyce, and the novel in question was Finnegan's Wake. Like, Jason was like, there's no way he wrote that in Crayon, <laughs> but he wrote a large portion of Finnegan's Wake in Crayon. That's kind of funny. Writing, like, a serious novel and just, like, just jotting it down in Crayon. Right, it looks like children's scribblings, but it's one of the most complex, like, pieces of literature of all time. <laughs> nice, yeah. Number eight, we got, in what language was Don Quixote written? Spanish? No, I want to say Spanish. Spanish yeah. is correct. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I don't have any like extra facts for that. Yeah, um, Don Quixote. Don Quixote just sounds Spanish. Yeah, I was like, this might just be a red herring question, but <laughs> number nine, chronologically, this novel comes first in C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia series. Uh oh. Chronologically. It's not The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, correct? It is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, I, knew, I knew it was the first movie, and I was just like, there has to be like some sort of like uh, twist in that. But No, technically I'll give that to you because I don't know how to otherwise deal with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying it's the opposite is the correct answer. I'll yeah, take it. Right. Yeah. Number 10. Who's the only author to publish n books in nine of the 10 Dewey Decimal categories? Nine of the ten. What? Yep, and I have four. I have four options. Okay. We have Malcolm Gladwell, uh -huh. Isaac Asimov, Jean-Paul Sartre, or Albert Camus. Nine out of ten in the Dewey Decimal category. So there's like 
psychology, uh-huh. social sciences, etc. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, for some reason, I want to say John Paul Sartre. I really wish it was Isaac Asimov. He was only missing philosophy and psychology, the 100s. Damn. But that was the first 10, and I'm not evil, so I actually did make 10 movie questions for you. Oh, thank God. I hope you enjoy these a little bit more. Thank you, thank you. Of course. (laughs) Number 11. In The Matrix, does Neo take the red or the blue pill? Red pill. That's why it's called red-pilled. Red-pilled is Mm -hmm. correct. Are you red-pilled yourself? I'm a a red-pilled... I'm a red pill dude, you know me. That's red pill does all get out. I'll take it. Number 12. What American writer and director starred in several European produced spaghetti westerns? You said writer and director? Yep. Um, if it helps, he's also in a gorilla song. Not like. Oh, that. Clint Eastwood, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood is correct. He's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Like as soon as you said spaghetti western, I thought of Clint Eastwood. So yep, the gorillas, the gorillas uh, hint really helped me. <laughs> it's my favorite gorilla song. That's it's a good gorilla song, I will say. So this one, number thirteen. Mm-hmm. What is the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? And it's one of my favorites. Um, it's got to be uh Deadpool two then, right? Surprisingly, it's Joker 2019. Oh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that passed all the Deadpool movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I did not expect it to, but, you know, 4chaners and incels mm. really out here representing. Yeah, they, they, they came out for their, for their homie, for their guy. And uh, fun fact, that actually happened to my buddy Eric. Really? Yeah. The, 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 the entirety of the Joker movie happened to my buddy Eric. So, number 14. Which year did Lindsay Lohan's American teen comedy movie Mean Girls premiere? 2004? 2004 is correct. I was four years old learning about Mean Girls. Now, this one I know weirdly well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number 15. In what year was the first Shrek movie released? Oh. um, 2001, right? 2001, normally people forget that because they had bigger fish to fry that year. But Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things happened that year. It so was a big year. <laughs> it's easy to sweep that under the rug. Number 16, what is the first Lord of the Rings movie? Um, The Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship of the Ring is correct. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Samwise, obviously. Okay, yeah. He, he's just like, he's just loyal to the end. He's like the, the best, like... Uh, sidekick yeah, like in any franchise no that's so fair I like Legolas a lot oh that's fair just cause yeah. of the elves yeah mm-hmm. number 17 what is your favorite movie um my favorite movie um it would have to be between everything everywhere all at once but I don't know if that's recency bias um or Birdman or um, the unexpe- the unexpected virtue of ignorance. That's the alternative final for that. But I I just love the the artistic style of Birdman. Sorry, we've got Air Bud in class, <laughs> but good try. I, I didn't I didn't know that was a. <laughs> no, I'll give I, that was a space because I wanted to make an Air Bud joke. 
<laughs> everywhere, er, everything, everywhere, all at once was really good. Oh, it was so good. I liked the Rekakuni joke. Yeah, and like, and I like I've I've heard like a bunch of interviews from the directors, and they apparently they just like took jokes from their everyday life, and they were just like, we're gonna make a movie out of this, huh. and like they did it wonderfully. They they did an amazing job. So, no, I really did like it. Yeah, number eighteen. <laughs> A lot of people don't remember this one, but it's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. This 2005 sci-fi adventure movie sees a pair of brothers finding themselves in space while playing a board game. That's Zathura, right? Yep, Zathura, a space adventure. Yeah, and that's got that's got a uh, Peter Malark, Josh Hutcherson in there, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. No, it's it's my favorite just because I remember it was like Jumanji, but it made me like have nightmares for a while. As that a kid. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Number 19, this one I put in to really test your knowledge to see if you're cool. Can you name the Star Wars main movies in order? In uh, release order? Yeah, I have release order down okay. here. Okay. Um, so we got Star Wars, uh, aka Star Wars New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, then we go to one at Phantom Menace, then Attack of the Clones, then Phantom Menace. No, not Phantom Menace. That was one. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Excuse me. Uh, then um, seven, eight, and nine. So that's Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Wow, that is really impressive for what it's worth. Because Thank you. yeah, I can like remember what happened in the movies, but I can't even keep the names in order. So. <laughs> I think it's because of the release order thing that threw me off. Yeah, that's that's just a, yeah. Well, yeah, that is, um, that's incredible. Thank you. This one is entirely different. Number uh -oh. 20, in which comedy fantasy movie does British actress Emma Thompson use discipline and a little magic to transform the lives of a family on whose doorstep she mysteriously appears one night? Oh, my God. Um... Is that Nanny McPhee? It is Nanny McPhee. Yes! I was, I was hoping in just like a moment of quick, like, I got this, you'd say like Mary Poppins. <laughs> so I, like, I was I was really debating on to going for Mary Poppins, but I'm like, no, 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 no. It's Nanny McPhee. Because, yep, I put that in there as a red herring specifically. <laughs> so, yeah, let's count them up. We've got one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen out of twenty in the first round, which is oh, yeah. honestly really nice considering that I also gave you like super hard ones because sometimes people got like eight, ten, eleven. So that's like genuinely good. I'll I'll take that. How many of the how many of the the first five of the like the really hard ones did I get? Did I only get the one? Yep, you just got the one. I'll take it. I mean, and also the, the 1900s guess on the 1910 one was pretty good. Mm. But Thank yeah, you. those ones I literally like looked up insanely difficult trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what can, what can I get to really mess with this guy? Right. I Thank do, you. I do it every week. <laughs> so now we got fun and games, and we're starting off with... Okay, so this one's called scenario question. This one's a different okay. one than what we've been doing in the past. I'm going to give you a series of three scenarios, and you get, like, 
I don't know, 30 seconds each to tell us what you would do. Okay, okay. I like it, yeah. So we're starting with number one. You're in the woods, Mm -hmm. you're looking for a lost package for work and need to find it by the end of the day. You're confronted by a manic and very large brown bear. What do you do? A manic and very large brown bear. Okay. Um, I, so it's a brown bear. Brown brown lay down, so I uh, play dead uh, until he, um, or she, it can be either, um, just gets bored and moves on. Um, And then, so I need to track down this package, right? Yep. Um, I think I would uh, start just going in circles and spiral until I've, like, covered the entire forest. That is a very good, yeah. I was especially looking for the play dead one. Um, Also, just I threw that in as a subtle nod because you wrote the Cocaine Bear review, so... I wanted to see. Thank you. Yes. I wanted to see if you learned anything from the film. <laughs> that that yeah that uh, brown lay down is actually from from the movie. Um, this the I think it's the Icelandic couple. Uh, he goes brown lay down, <laughs> just black fight bear. back and yeah. I so. don't know if you noticed this, but one thing that like the only real like scripting thing that kind of threw me off is when the bear was laying on the guy. He mm-hmm. made a line as though he was the other way around. Yeah. 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 I, okay, I wanted to see if you caught that too, because that, like, really took me out of it. Yeah, I was just like, the bear is facing, like, the same way as him. So, like, anatomically, it, like, it just wouldn't make sense. It just wouldn't make sense. And, yeah, I obviously can't allude to what wouldn't make sense, mm-hmm. but... It, you'll have to watch the movie to find out. It's... Please, please watch Cocaine Bear. Please watch Cocaine Bear. It's definitely worth it. 10 out of 10. So worth it. <laughs> now, scenario two... You're right. cooking your favorite dish, grease in a pan over the stove. Oh, it yeah. starts to light on fire. What course of action do you take to save your house in the case of a grease fire? A grease fire? Um, water won't work. Um, so you'd have to like uh, either just cover the fire with like uh, like one of the saucepan lids, or just uh, just try and like get one of those fire blankets and just like like beat it out and. Um, excuse me. Whoa. <laughs> um, that took up about five seconds. Uh, yep. so, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. Yep. We were mostly looking for, yeah, don't use water, <laughs> cover and extinguish. Um, that's how you save yourself from a grease fire, folks. All right. Fun fact for everyone at home. Yeah, just, if the, if there's a grease fire, I used to be scared of grease fires as a kid, actually. Cause no, I they yeah. they weren't like a normal fire. Yeah, they, you were like... <laughs> You were told, like, horror stories about grease fires and, like, how fast they would, like, get out of control, so. you you can't use water. Yeah, so, it yeah, it was just, like, beware, kids, and that sort of thing. All right, so, scenario number three, you're standing on a set of trolley tracks. To your left is someone holding the lever. In front of you, there's a person who only tells the truth and another one that always lies, but you can't tell them apart. Uh Uh-huh. What do you ask the both of them to distinguish who's telling the truth and who's lying? So this is a question for both of them, right? This is a question for both of them. Okay. Um, it has to be. It has to be specific enough for both of them to. And I got a minute on the board for this one. Okay, thank you. I will need to take some time. Um, when it's on the truth and when it's lying. So you're trying to, 
Um. Um. Does it have to be a yes or no question? Um, no. Okay. Um. Then. I know there's like a specific answer for this. Um. Because this is like a. This is like a popular letter online. Uh, my time is up, but I would I would probably just ask them like, "Hey, what color is my shirt?" And then they would they would lie oh. or tell me the truth. Yeah, wait, that's yeah, that's honestly a really good litmus <laughs> test that I hadn't thought about. Thank you. <laughs> I was just like just like my surroundings or something like that. So I don't even know why I put the trolley stuff in there. I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> I was just really having a having a laugh at I this was, one. I was fully expecting it to be just like a trolley problem, and I was just gonna have to like fight through that. I was like, oh god, I don't want to do this. I could not fight through a trolley problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we've got game number two, and in game number two, it's gonna be tractor, train, or something else. And so I'm gonna list off <laughs> a series of five different models. And you have uh -huh. to tell me if it's a tractor, a train, or something else. Something else, okay. Right. <laughs> I like this game already. Question one. The Flying Scotsman. That's a tractor, right? That's a train, actually. Number two. The 5036C class. That sounds like a train. It is a tractor. Ah! Waterloo boy? Waterloo boy? Yep, Waterloo boy. Um, sounds like a train. It is a tractor. Dang it. Um? Just not doing well on this. That's all right, though, because for number four, we've got the CRNF Class 5. Everyone should know this. <laughs> right, yeah, just it's just common knowledge, right? Common the, knowledge. The CRNF, yeah, of course. That's a that's that's a train, obviously. It is a train, obviously. Oh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and number five, we've got the SSN five seventy one. That sounds like something else, because SSN is like social security number. Do you want to wager a guess at what something else you think it's gonna be? SSN five seventy one. Um, is that a tax document? It is a Nautilus submarine, the Nautilus nuclear submarine okay. from the U.S. Navy. But you did get that something else. Yes, I'll take it. And you got the CRNF class <laughs> 5. <laughs> Which obviously. is obviously just common knowledge, yeah. So, yeah, out of that round, you got all three scenario questions right and three out of, uh, two out of five in the second. So that's one. Seven out of ten. I'll take it. All right. So, are you feeling at this point in the show? I'm feeling good. This is this is a fun little mental exercise. I like it. Do you have anything to share or say to those at home? Um. Uh, stay in school, kids. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's so fair. <laughs> so now we have section three, the hat of challenges. Oh, this is your hat of... Oh, I'm so excited for this. So I have, I have this hat right here in front of me. Yes, clearly a hat. Three. The Riddles 3, yep. So Evan has drawn the Riddles 3 as his challenge here today. I uh, uh, ripped that. That's on me. You're so good. I don't normally reuse them. So. Okay, cool. 
So I have three riddles here in front of mm -hmm. me, that means, and that means you're going to have to solve them. Oh, God. All right. Riddle number one, riddle mm -hmm. the first even. Mm -hmm. What is stronger than steel but can't handle the sun? Stronger than steel but can't handle the sun. Um... Um, can't handle the sun. Uh, handle the sun. Would it be ice? Ice is correct. Yep. Oh, let's go. Riddle the second. Let's go. What is it that no one wants, but no one wants to lose? And just so you know, it's not me. Okay. Um. No one wants. But no one wants to lose. But no one wants to lose. Um. You're getting tricky here. Um. I think our uh, the former president of the United States is very familiar. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so we were looking for a lawsuit. <laughs> okay, so that's good. that's fair. <laughs> you said that and it took me a second, and I was like, "Wait, no, Evan, please." Just for everyone at home, that was a joke. Um, I I want life. I cherish life. Figure of speech, gamers. <laughs> it's a figure of speech, guys. <laughs> Just a misinput. 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 Everyone calm down. Calm down. Calm down. So now we're looking at number three, Riddle the Third. Oh, God. Here we go. <clears throat> the more there is, the less you see. What am I? Uh, darkness. Darkness is correct. Yes. Yep. And those were the riddles three. You got two out of the three Two riddles. out of the three. <laughs> um, One we don't oh, yeah. really take seriously. So, and yeah. looks like we have... A few more minutes to burn, and I'm going to make you do one more hat of challenges. I'll take it. As that's the April Fool's, folks. I did it. <laughs> I, did, I did something for the April Fool's. Um, open mic. Oh, yeah, we got open mic. So All I'm right. going to give you, let's see, three minutes. Uh-huh. Or I'm going to give you a minute and a half to just tell some, tell some jokes to the squad <laughs> assembled here today. Your best stand-up routine. Pretend okay. That you are Joaquin Phoenix. I am. I am uh, Arthur Fleck, and I am the Joker. You are the Joker. In three, two, one. Let's hear it. Um. So, um, I went to the dentist the other day, um, and nothing really interesting happened. So I probably shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what, oh, I'm trying to think of my best dad jokes. That's, that's like my forte over here. Come on. Okay. Um, no, this is a good one. Um, for those Last of Us fans, um, you'll know this one. Um, people are talking about the apocalypse like there's no tomorrow. Uh, 
shout out Bella Ramsey. Um, what? Um, what time is my dentist appointment tomorrow? What time is it? Two thirty. Two thirty. Two thirty. There it is. Got to get the pronunciation down. Um, what? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a failure at, at this joke round. Um, no, this is this is hard just to do them all. Yeah, I, I expected like some brain teasers here. I didn't expect it to have to be funny. Um, that was your last joke. I like it. I like a little <laughs> a little humor like that. So yeah, that um that was round three. So let's add up your total points from the show. We've Ooh. got thirteen out of twenty plus seven out of ten. So that's 20 out of 30, and then... I'll take that. Yeah, I'll give you on the how to challenges, there's no traditional points, so I'll give you a five-star review of Cocaine Bear. Yes! Thank you. So I'll yeah, take it. how do you feel? How are you, how are you feeling? I feel good. Um, I feel like I could have uh, delivered better on the, the standard routine, but um, I'll just have to practice. Um, but yeah, this, is, this was fun. This is a good show, and... Uh, Y'all should tune in again, whenever it whenever it airs again. I don't I don't know your schedule. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, thank you, and yeah, thank you everyone for tuning into Miscellaneous, the show where I humiliate my peers systematically on ninety point three KRNU. Please send in donations. Uh, once I reach a hundred dollars, I will release Evan. Until please, then, he's here please, guys. <laughs> I've been stuck here for so long. Have a good week, everyone. Except Please! For